Okay. She probably doesn't want to see me <clears throat> dropping these off because she'll get mad. <laughs> All right. Well, we are on the internets now, and uh, all right, great. And recording and stuff. Um, yep. Publishing our thoughts to the airwaves. Yeah. Um, but it's you know it's good to be back again. We've been we've been pretty consistent. Been recording yep. more often. Um, yep. Which is great. Um, yeah, always there to cover news live, you know, like we did on Saturday. <laughs> Put on focus, but there's a lot going on, so my yeah. brain is melted. <laughs> um, my audio is still not fixed because I don't know yeah. how to fix it. Um, oh. I mean, like if if I record, um, like in a, in an audio recording software or like, um, like GarageBand or Ableton or whatever, like. It records perfect, but if I record an OBS, this motherfucking encoding shit, whatever it does, uh, you know, just crackles. Don't know why. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I'm the more and more thinking about streaming. The more I think about maybe trying to stream on YouTube instead of on Twitch, but I don't know. I think it's just a little bit. You know, it's it's weird that like you post like you know the Twitch channel and then you, you send them to your YouTube anyway when you can have it all on the same platform. But I don't know, it's like good diversification of like your interests or something. Yeah, I mean, I could do YouTube, <clears throat> like it wouldn't make make any difference, honestly. Mm. Um, like there's no, I I don't know if there's any real benefit to being on Twitch over YouTube. Um, I know it won't make a difference for the microphone though, because it's like the recording within OBS. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, because like even on like uh, so like I just I record it and then afterward I like it downloads the video or like doesn't download it, but it like records it and and streams it at the same time. So then when I'm done, I just can convert that video to audio, and mm. the crackling's still on the audio. So. It, and it's on both um, Streamlabs OBS and regular OBS. Mm. And I don't know why. But, like, I've messed around with recording and other recording softwares, and, and it sounds fine. So, um, yeah, I've tried literally everything. I'm going to continue messing with, like, audio settings in the future and see if that fixes it. Um, you know, I've checked drivers. I've you know, just, I don't know, just weird. But, yeah. Um, some tech tech can be like that sometimes. Very frustrating. It's just like impossible to know why it does the thing that it does because it's like millions. And, well, it's not millions, but like thousands of layers of code on top of each other. Sometimes, sometimes I'm surprised most of it works at all. And audio is always the worst when it comes to like broadcasting and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm drinking my anyway. protein shake. So that's good. Yeah, it's uh not very tasty um sound about the taste about protein baby creatine mm -hmm. build muscles get buff as fuck so yesterday was my first protein shake and i just used like regular milk and then today i used oat milk and i've never had oat milk before but i think it's mm. better with the oat milk than the regular milk uh, you, so you like you never drank oatmeal oat milk straight you just 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 today decided to try it well, I, I, I don't drink regular milk straight either. Yeah, well, oat milk is a plant-based, though, so it shouldn't really 
be much of a difference, but yeah, like I don't know. I I don't like. It's not like I dislike the taste of milk. I would just never drink milk. Like I I only use milk for like cooking or. What's um, what? Why? Why are you not like drinking milk, bro? You don't like titty juice? Come on, man. I'm an I'm I'm an adult, so. <laughs> like I don't. I don't know. I have a good glass every day and I feel great. So, I don't know. Yeah, milk doesn't really help you after like a certain age anyway. It's like there's not really a benefit to it as an adult. Um, and uh, you know, even though I have trouble processing dairy, I still eat it because mm. I don't really care. Like I eat chocolate and whatever and uh cheese and I cook with milk obviously to make like different cream sauces or or whatever. So. I know a butter is always good, so I don't know. I, I I just don't drink straight milk though. Yeah. And I and I know I, know. I know what this the rest of the people are thinking. Do you eat cereal with milk? Uh number one, no, I don't. And number two, I don't really eat cereal. But if I did it would be dry out of the box. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well that's well, that's a you choice. <sighs> Just have a good glass of milk with a chocolate bar or something like that. Maybe with some cookies. That's uh, the best, man. Fresh cold milk. Yeah. Nobody should eat the way I eat. I eat terribly. Um, and I'm not advocating for the, the, the way that I eat. So, yeah. Yeah, we both eat like shit. So, we're not really ones to talk. So. Yep. Um, <laughs> but we did talk. Anyway. Yeah, we talked on okay, Sunday about, or Saturday. Saturday. About some yeah. of the the big big Marvel announcements at Comic Con, so today we'll go yeah. through like more in depth all of the so announcements. There, there is there is one thing I wanted to ask you right off the bat. So you said that you thought all this stuff was going to be announced next month at Disney's like whatever special little personal con they're doing. Uh huh. What do you think now that with all these now these announcements at Comic Con, what they're going to do? What do you think they're going to announce at that Disney Expo? Do you think they're going to announce anything more, or do you think they're yeah. just going to? Okay, well, what do you think that is? So since um since they neglected to announce certain things, even here, like we we got a lot of announcements at Comic Con, but there are also noticeable absences, and there can be different yeah. reasons for those absences. Um, but uh spider-man x-men yep deadpool like these are all things that people have hotly anticipated and like it made sense for them to announce fantastic four at comic-con because it was already previously announced right mm-hmm. like it was announced at comic-con like three years ago um, what do you think it's gonna be like to sit in the theater and watch a fantastic four movie that doesn't fucking suck yeah, it should be magnificent. I, I or, mean, at I least we can ho- or at least we can hope. That's the thing. Like, hopefully, I don't know. If Marvel fucks it up. Maybe it's just impossible to make a good Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Um, but also, um, they might announce the cast of the Fantastic Four at their their at D twenty three. So there's there's still a lot they can do. I I was surprised about them announcing the slates at, at Comic Con, but they always bring it. I mean. That it's just crazy to me that in the same amount of time that we've had one Superman movie, we've had like five Avengers movies. Um, I feel bad yeah. for for all my fellow DC fans out there. Uh, yeah. And when I say DC fans, I'm personally not a DC movie fan necessarily. 
uh, just because their movies well, haven't been very good. it's kind of hard to say for it. <laughs> yeah. I was a fan of the casting choices. I think that's the best uh, thing I could. I'm sorry. There was a loud honk. I'm not sure if you heard that. Uh, anyway. I didn't really hear. I heard like a bell noise, but I didn't hear all. That's cool. Okay, that was probably <laughs> Uh, hold on. Let well, me make yeah, sure. D- it's oh. been, it is really sad about DC. You know, it's like, we, I, I'm not sure if we talked about this on Saturday or if it was just last Tuesday's podcast, but you know, it's like they're sitting on a gold mine and they're not doing anything with it or like even worse. They're like using the gold and like turning it into copper or something stupid. Um, you know, or just like using it for scrap. It's, yeah. it's, it is, it is very dumb. It is really dumb. And I think the only hope we have right now is I, I actually not that big on trailers. You know, I try not to be anyway, cause I know I just, don't think they're healthy for like enjoying a movie because they spoil so much like you've said before um uh the new shazam movie the trailer looked really good and yeah. you know the first shazam movie was actually a lot of fun i liked um, the first shazam movie i liked aquaman um same. i even liked the first yeah. wonder woman movie um and i mean but the man of steel wasn't really my cup of tea uh, bvs was awful uh, yep. Joss Whedon's Justice League wasn't good, and Zack Schneider's Justice League was fine. Like, it was okay, yeah, it was, it was okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but like the the that's that's your problem when your main line characters, when your Batman and Superman movies aren't good, but your mm. accessories to those are. You have or you don't issue. even you don't even have a Batman movie. That's the problem. They didn't well. have an in, an individual Batman movie to go along with the Justice League. That's what they should have done in the first place. Is have one movie for each hero, and then maybe like a few sequels to cover in the gaps in the in-between years, and then all that bleeds in the Justice League, but it didn't do that. They well, just, and the the yeah. biggest the biggest issue that Warner Brothers has is, you know, they've done they've done all these DCEU movies. They've done uh, Ban of Steel, BVS, Wonder Woman, the the Justice League, both Justice League movies, Shazam, Aquaman. And out of those, right, we named the good ones, right? Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman. But those yep. three aren't even the best DC movies they've done because they have the Joker and the Batman, which are both yep. better, and neither are part of the DCEU. Yeah. So, and also, we ha- we have gotten good. De- you know, I always like to bring this up. We have gotten good DC movies before, and they were all animated. Like you know, all the direct all the directed DVD ones, like all the uh, Dar- Jonathan Dark, right? Is that his name or something? Stephen Dark? I forgot. Yeah. But you know, it's it's, uh, it's the guy in the trench coat, and he does magic. And uh, John Constantine. John Constantine. There we go. That guy. Um, he has two really good. There are a couple really good um, uh, car- animation movies with like his story and talking about all the crazy magic stuff. And I thought they were really good. And it's just like, that means that that to me means that the, they can get capable writers and capable people that like can push this plot along in a unique and interesting way. Right. right. And they don't do it. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, they also went with like the injustice storyline, which, you know, or at least that's what it seemed like they were trying to set up in the original Justice League, you know, because I did some Googling to figure it. Well, I didn't do any Googling because I played the video game. Like, I rented it, the fighter, the fighting game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and Justice seems like, I don't know, like after reading some opinions and like formulating my own thoughts after getting in some information, it really seems like a low hanging fruit 
for when it comes to like, you know, storylines they could pursue or you could correct me if I'm wrong though, but I don't know. No, the the way I feel about it is like, kind of like what I said last time when we were talking mm-hmm. with captain hot sauce is like, I don't have a, like when the, like the injustice game, I enjoyed the game and the story of the game, but I can enjoy it because it already, it, like, I, I already know the characters and they're pre-established. Like, it's a new take on something that's pre-established, but the DCEU hasn't established anything. Like, the, the entire world that, that they're trying to create, or that Zack Schneider was trying to create, was, like, this dark, gritty superheroes aren't, aren't really heroes and they're not people to look up to and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's great that that's for some reason your interpretation and you wanted to go that direction, but it doesn't mesh well with the direction of the other movies within the DCU. In addition to like, just not establishing strong characters first, like you're establishing extremely flawed characters, which is okay. That's how you relate to people is through like vulnerabilities and flaws, but like, you're not actually like establishing things properly. I get, I don't know. Like, well, you're not setting up a continuous storyline with character because here's the thing. Like at the end of the day, you can slap anyone. You can call something Batman, right? But it doesn't actually genuinely make you care about the character. Right. Like, well, this and that's is what the same the, with the Joker in the Joker movie, yeah, right? Yeah, well, they, that's the thing. And by the end of the movie, you were supposed to care about him, or at least that's like you know that's what happens when you're invested in that you've invested real time into this character, right? That's the same thing with like the original Batman, like. Just because he was the Batman doesn't mean, like, you know, I give a fuck about him. But by the end of the movie, I actually gave a shit about him. Yeah. Um, and it, so it, we didn't have that. There was none of that. Like, you know, even with Aquaman, it was so fast-paced. Sometimes it's hard. There were so many characters getting pulled into this mix of what was going on. Uh, it was hard for, you know, for Aquaman Jason Momoa to, like, really pull through as the main character of the movie. Um, wrong. And it's... You know, the only uh, movie that really 100% focused on the main character was probably Wonder Woman and Man of Steel. But, you know, like you said, Man of Steel had a lot of it and some serious issues. And I think the whole movie was all Oscar bait. And for those of you that want to know what Oscar bait is, uh, it's when you just try to make a movie like way too artsy, way too artsy. Like It was a way... beautiful movie. Like, yeah. But... No, there were, some cool, there were some cool shots. But again, like, you know, they just turned it up to 11, like on the drama and like the impact and everything like that. And the right. acting even too was dramatic to a degree. Well, and that's kind of true of most of Zack Snyder's movies. Is like visually they all look great, like and he has he has a distinct style, but that style that style suits more characters like Rorschach and and characters from The Watchmen more so than they do Superman or Batman. Like you know, it does it doesn't really work as well. So. And even then, like, a lot of people didn't like his Watchmen movies, mostly because he kind of completely misunderstood the whole point of the comic book. But that's okay. I still enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think Disney will still have some, some pretty, pretty good announcements to come. But, yeah, yeah Comic-Con was, uh, Comic-Con was pretty... There's a lot. Pretty, yeah, yeah, there, a lot, a lot of stuff happened. Like not just for Marvel, which is but... good, which is which is good. You know, I'm glad to see independent conventions still standing strong. 
Um, you know, I, they, I heard they were talking about bringing E3 back, E3 back next year, and I really hope they do because I really, me and other, a lot of other gamers really like E3. It's nice to just have all the big news condensed in like, you know, a single week almost. And I know that's like an impossible ask these days, but. Yeah, instead of a bunch of small cool. studios just having their own. Doing thing. their own convention like, you know, every every few weeks and you have to keep up with all these big announcements. And it's just like, hey, yeah. I got to focus on my life. I can't be sitting around waiting for all this important stuff to get thrown at me that I should get excited about. Yeah. Oh, so also I forgot uh, quick, quick little catch up thing. I forgot to tell you. Um, so, mm. so last, last, uh, last Thursday, we actually podcasted on Thursday and Saturday. And I didn't tell you this either of those days, but um, I was leaving work Thursday after I went to the gym and uh, my car wouldn't start. So that was really annoying. And then eventually I did get it started. Like it, it took a while. And I was kind of like having an internal freak out, you know, I was like, well, this fucking sucks. Like I just went to the yeah. gym. I'm sweating my ass off. It's 110 outside and my car won't start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but eventually I got it started. And so like, I saw like, you know, I, like I, I drove all the way home, got home and I, and so I turned it off and I was like, oh, let me just make sure it starts like, you know, right real quick. And it did. And I was like, well, maybe that, you know, the battery charged enough, like I'll, I'll let it cool down. I'll try later. I'll check it out. And then later again, same thing. It won't start. It's just clicking and being annoying and whatever. And it sucked because the next day, that Friday, uh, I was going to Tahoe. Uh, and so it, it all worked out because pretty much my wife went to Tahoe in the morning, like with her coworkers. It's like a work thing. Uh, mm. Like that, like a work getaway in Tahoe. And so like, That's nice. I was able to use her car on Friday which was good. And then like, yep. you know, to go to work and stuff. And then after work, I drove up and, and met her there using her car. Uh, so it all worked out. And then, um, I didn't even know this thing existed. Cause uh, like Friday before I left Tahoe, like I stopped at O'Reilly, you know, I was like, Hey, yo, I need a battery. But like, when I looked at the batteries, like online, they say like to have them professionally installed or some shit. And like, mm -hmm. I was like, can, can I, can't I just do that myself? And they're like, no, like, because like any like a lot of things need to be reset and they have a special tool that does it and, and make sure like the alternator's charging it properly and all this stuff and I was like, Okay, well, uh, can you guys do that? And they're like, Nope, we can't do it and like he mentioned like you can like he, he's like any mechanic can do it and like some will even come to your house. Yeah. And I was like, Oh shit. So like I did some research and I found like these people called like Repair Smith and you can just like set an appointment online, they just show up to your house and work on your car. Yep. So like they came yeah, yesterday. The modern day, yeah, they do a lot of minor do a lot of minor fixes and stuff. You just yeah. need the right tools. Yeah, they I will push back that you can't fucking change your own battery on your own. That's a bunch of bullshit. It's literally just two bolts, and then you just no, need no, to hook yeah. up a bolt. You can, you can, but it, but because yeah. of like uh, because of like the kind of car. Well, it's not. I don't know. Like because of the the car I have. Um, Is it like a hybrid or something? No, it's not a hybrid. It's just like. So I didn't even know this, but like, so I, I have a, I have a Volkswagen Jetta, but like the year I got mm -hmm. it, every Jetta model, even like the base models, they insert, they input turbos and stuff in them. Yeah. So my, my car has like a turbo, but they were saying like pretty much if, if I installed the battery myself, it wouldn't like the car wouldn't reset properly and the alternator wouldn't charge it properly. So they have to have a specific tool mm -hmm. to like, to do that. 
Which, if I had the I'd, tool, maybe I could do it myself. But that's still a dumb way of doing it, though. Like I just, you know, I'm a big fan of right to repair, and it really seems like a lot of vehicles are getting. It seems you can design them in more compartmentalized ways unless you actually have an, a real hybrid motor, which is two motors like layering into one, which is actually really hard to manage. But anyway, that's just me yeah. rambling well, about politics. Even when I had like it's, my my town car, like mm-hmm. the windshield wiper motor died, and mm-hmm. like so I so I bought one, and like uh, nobody would install it for me, like yeah, the, the, like they wouldn't install it if I had the part already. And so, like, I ended up just installing it myself. Like, yep. It wasn't even hard. Like, well, I mean, it was. It's it took really a long bad. time because there's a lot of well, shit yeah, to took... move around. But yeah, well, there was that. But you know, that's work. It's part of you know maintenance. It's part of owning something. Yeah. You gotta invest time into it. Like when you own a home, you gotta invest time into your home, or else it's gonna fucking fall to pieces. Yep. Not wrong. Um. But yeah, and then yeah, I went to I went to Tahoe, but we only were like we only were there like Friday night, and then like we left like around like noonish on on Saturday, just because mm-hmm. like my wife just wanted to gamble, so she gambled like a little bit, and then like um, classic, yeah, and then she was like, oh, let's go to the beach, but she didn't wake up till like ten o'clock, and so <laughs> I was like, well. We can try. So I, I drove to like five different beaches. You can't you can't go anywhere. People are walking in the middle of the street. There's like thousands of people everywhere. You can't get parking anywhere. She doesn't want to walk. Like so, you know, we just ended up getting some food and came home. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. I'm not, like yeah. A lot of the Sierras are really inundated with tourists right now. Um, it, it's just a it's a beautiful location. It's a beautiful time of day beautiful all the time and you know there isn't any smoke up there right now so it's not chasing everybody away i mean there is uh, in, the same uh, thing in, like in other places though well yeah in other places but like you know, not in that specific part <clears throat> don't go um, you somebody you know what I would... <laughs> yeah it's really hot it's, there's a big fire up there right now i don't even think the park's still open yeah. so you know that's they gotta take the great supplies and everything like that mm-hmm. No, but you know, tourists up in touristing, touring, tourists up in this Sierra just keeps increasing rapid fire every year. Every year, um, it almost sucks to go up there these days. Half the time, like I don't even go to Yosemite anymore because how many fucking tourists they are, and it's just like, like you can't really enjoy nature when you're surrounded by like you know forty other people, like and ten of them are screaming kids. Twenty of them are like taking like random photos, and like they have like the lot, like their phones are boosted to max, so you can just hear the fucking noise of the shutter. Like, you know, the little shutter noise it makes. And it's just, no, it's not any good. Like, you got to find your own little local trails around here that aren't tourist traps. And that's how you enjoy nature. Classic. Anyway, more rambling. Back on to Marvel. Um, did you want to talk about Miss Marvel? <clears throat> uh, yeah, we can do that, I guess, before uh, getting into all the Comic-Con stuff. Um, yeah. So, so we, we talked a lot about it, like, last, you know, on, on Saturday after everything was done. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you just wanted to like go over each episode. I don't r- really remember that much of it to be 100 percent honest with you. And like, just be honest, like with everybody, like my focus is my attention's really been elsewhere for the last two weeks. So maybe I didn't give it the attention that it 100 percent deserves. No, but it's fine. Know. We we can we don't have to talk about it like episode by episode. Just like just like uh like a quick quick you know what 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 we thought of it and you know the I guess the the big kind of reveal from the show. Um, like, but like, 
overall, like I, I thought it was really fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I think, you know, I've made my opinions of the character very clear, uh, over the yeah. past couple of weeks and stuff. And so, um, yeah, but what did, what did you think? I mean, I think I said last, like, you know, on last Saturday, I just think the show was really cappy, campy and happy. Um, you know, there was a lot of, like, a lot of things. They were talking about the partition, you know, between India and Pakistan and stuff like that. Um, there was a lot of, and again, you know, there was a little bit of trying, they sprinkled in, like, some time travel. So that didn't make me a very happy camper at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just, like I, I, I hope things are better in the storm in the Marvels or whatever is to come. Uh, like I just think that the show on its own was just, I don't know, maybe it was just a little too Disney for me or something. I don't know. Like I don't know how else to describe it. Then it was just really campy and happy in some points. I'm sure that they had some emotionally intense scenes, but that doesn't really like you know that doesn't. It suffer. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard for me to like formulate 100 percent what I mean. Yeah. Or or it's not because I feel like me just saying that it's too campy is saying it enough. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess I guess the big reveal is that uh, Kamala is a mutant per mm-hmm. se, um, the first proper mutant in the MCU. I mean, we we had Professor X, we saw him, but like you know, not in our universe. He was in a different reality. Yeah, yeah. totally different reality. Um, so Kamala Khan is our, is our first mutant, um, which is a, a change from the comic books where she was an inhuman. Uh, you either love this change or hate it. Uh, but overall you have to understand that, uh, two things, one Marvel slash Disney, they're always going to do what's best for these characters in their movies and TV shows. Um, yeah. and, and they're going to find the way, the best way to make them work. Uh, and number two. Uh, despite my incredible love for the Inhumans, uh, there's no denying that the X-Men and mutants have and always will be more popular and, uh, will sell more. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it sounds so you're like, you're brushing that like, okay, I just got, okay, we will, we lost. Okay. Next question. (laughs) Well, I mean, in addition, like we, we know we lost, we, we lost when, when Marvel said, we're going to make an Inhumans movie coming out in November 2018. And then they said, huh, never mind. We're going to make a, a TV a show that's terrible. Show. Yeah. And so. like, you, I, everyone was, I remember there, there was a lot of weird shit going on in that Inhumans trailer that I was into. And then it just vanished off the face of the fucking earth. Like it got brushed under the rug. Well, and it just, um, just didn't look good. The things, the changes they made, like there, there wasn't a lot to enjoy about that series. And on top of all of that, like, we could have had like i don't know it's just like you know you lost something great when they made it into a tv show because if they would have made it a movie you would have had like another top director doing doing the movie you would have had something really incredible and to me it would have been like another surprise because i always talk shit about guardians of the galaxy not like the movies but the characters because before the movie they were nobodies nobody gave a shit about the guardians of galaxy and the same is true about inhumans other than like me and some other people who actually like them, most people don't, don't know who they are or don't give a shit about them. And so they had an opportunity to, to give them that boost the same way they gave to guardians, but they said, nah, it's all right. We'll make a TV show with like one twenty second of the budget. Uh, <laughs> and 
you know, it'll be fine. It's like, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't fine. So, yeah. um, and I, and I think that's been an issue with them for, with Marvel for a while is like, even though agents of shield slightly tied into the movies in the MCU, like it, and never really properly did in in a lot of ways, um, mm-hmm. and they were using storylines in that series that like you would then lose from using in other projects. I mean, they did Lash, and Lash was a big Inhumans villain in in more recent comics, so you can't use him now. Or if you do, it's gonna confuse some people. They did mm-hmm. go a whole Ghost Rider thing. Uh, Robbie Ray's Ghost Rider. And I, I thought that was actually sick. They did Quake. They, you know, who who they made from a mutant to an Inhuman to fit that show because they didn't own the rights to mutants yet. And now yep. they're doing the reverse with Kamala because they do own the rights to mutants because they bought Fox. Um, yep. But I did read a report, not a report. It was like a rumor and like a lot of people, it's making the rounds like with very, you know, reputable people, like kind of saying that like, because of uh, agreements between Fox and the people who who were in their X Men movies, because like they had agreements with with those actors, like through twenty twenty five or something. So like, there's like rumors saying that like Marvel can't make a movie with X Men, like without casting those actors until after twenty twenty five. Like which actors? Like, are they trying to recast fucking what's his name? Who just keeps doing Wolverine? Um, well, he said he's not uh, doing Wolverine anymore. But I, I don't well, he know. Shouldn't have, I don't he know. shouldn't after Logan. That was like the best way to end that whole. Yeah. Like, you know, Hugh Jackman. That was his name. Like you yeah. know, he made his own Wolverine. That's the only way to describe it. It was Wolverine that I liked. Wolverine maybe you liked. And you know, right. Logan was the was the last chapter in that story, and that's good because you know me, I'm an advocate for a good solid ending to a story instead of just milking it forever. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if the agreement is like with the original actors from like the 2000 X-Men or from like the remake, not the remakes, but like first class and stuff that Brian Singer did later. I, I have no idea, but um, either way, I, I, I don't see why Marvel wouldn't wait the additional three years at this point and mm-hmm. just do whatever they want. And that's why I think like, some of those announcements at D23. I mean, because we saw the Phase 5 slate is full, but the Phase 6 slate only has three movies and a bunch of extra dates on it. Hmm. And so one of those dates has to be Deadpool 3. One of them is going to be an X-Men movie. One of them is uh, is going to be uh, a Spider-Man movie, probably. We know there's a sequel hmm. to Shang-Chi coming at some point. Um, yeah. Because Shang-Chi was good. It was probably, for you and me, probably the highest out of all the new Phase movies, right? Like uh, Phase 4, yes, I would say yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, th- there's a lot for them to, to still announce. But, um, yeah, the the mutant thing was, was the big reveal of Miss Marvel, really. And on top of that, uh, I don't think you watched it, but the post credit scene, essentially... Uh, our, our Is friend, it a, I think I saw Miss Marvel like show up, right? Uh, yeah, Kamala her. Khan got like body swapped with Miss Marvel. Whoa! Or, I, like yeah. uh, not body swapped, but like uh, tele 
supported. So, like it seemed like uh, Miss Mi, uh, Captain Marvel showed up in her bedroom, and now Miss Marvel is somewhere out in the universe wherever Miss Marvel was. Like they swapped places. Hmm. So. Yeah. That sounds intense. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that'll lead us into to the Marvels whenever that comes out. Um, but I guess I'll, I'll run through some of these uh, announcements. Most of them are meaningless to, uh, to me. I don't care about them, but but some people might care about them. So uh, Lego announced three new Avatar sets, uh, and this is Avatar: The Blue People, not Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, mm. So wow, surprising! A movie uh, is making Legos because they want to sell things. Crazy! Never heard of that before. Yeah, no, no, never. First look, uh, yeah, there was a first look at the characters from Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. So, uh, there's a new yeah. Dungeons and Dragons movie coming out. There's a trailer for it, um, and there, I mean, to, to be honest, it's kind of a stacked movie. They got Hugh Grant, Michelle Rodriguez, Chris Pine. Uh, I'll tell you now, it's gonna flop. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> flop probably. Yeah, they're just like you know they're relying on star power rather than clever, crafty writing. Um. They're not like doing. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I don't have any hopes for a D and D movie because I don't really believe in Wizards of the Coast as a company that does competent uh, human things. So, yeah, um, my two cents. Yep. Uh, Love Dungeons and Dragons. Hate Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the same thing. Like you hear if you go to any co- any card shop or anything, that's what you yeah, hear. Mag- Pe- people love magic. People love D and D. People hate wizards. Yep. Um, apparently, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Kawabunga collection has a release date of August 30th and, uh, it's for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, uh, Series X, Nintendo Switch, and PC. It's a super stacked collection that will bring 13 classic TMNT games, including beloved staples such as Turtles in Time for the SNES. So it's a bunch of, uh, old Ninja Turtle games that was announced. Yep, and the new one too on Steam is really good. A lot of people have been saying the side-scrolling arcade fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the new one, the Shredder's yeah, maybe you, Revenge or something. Revenge or something. Yeah, maybe yeah, you and I should sick. play that. Some, maybe you and I should play that sometime. Yeah, I still remember the hype when um, the Ninja Turtles got announced for Injustice. Dude, people went fucking wild. Oh yeah, yeah. That, like, dude, honestly, like I, I have, I had a lot of fun with Injustice. No, it's cool that they introduced so many characters. Like, they had Hellboy, and I was like, that's dope. He looked cool as hell, and he, like, played awesome, and he had his original art style, too, which is even what made him look even cooler. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was sick. Um, What else? Okay, uh, Disney's National Treasure TV show gets a first-look teaser trailer. So, for those not aware, uh, Disney Plus is doing a National Treasure TV show, and, uh, (laughs) yeah, there's a first look. (laughs) Ha, ha. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, uh, Disney also shared a first look at Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. It's upcoming animated series about Moon Girl and her devilish dinosaur. Uh, so this was this was actually announced a long time ago. Um, it was supposed to be a Hulu show. So they they plan like a bunch of Hulu things, like with Modok, um, Hit Monkey, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and I think. Howard the Duck as well. Like they were all supposed to get their own animated shows and something happened. And I, I believe Hitmonkey got a season and Modoc got like a season. Well, or two. Yeah. 
And the thing is, like, Modox is really weird because it was trying to be some dumb, like, slice of life comedy. I mean, you could have yeah. just done regular Modok and just made it a comedy because he's so ridiculous. Yeah, Modok is a comedic character by by yeah. trade. Um, yeah, just look at him. He's like a little dude, like a face in his fucking floating tin can with stubby little arms, stubby little legs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a new Gotham Knights gameplay trailer that shows off Batgirl. If you're interested in that. Uh, there's confirmation that the Joker will not be in Gotham Knights, which I, I don't know why he would be. He's a Batman villain. Um, William Shatner is joining the cast of Netflix's upcoming He-Man project, Masters of the Universe Revolution. Um, he will be joining Mark Hamill, Chris Wood, Lena Hitty, and in the sequel to last year's Masters of the Universe Revelation. You watched that, right? I did. Um, it was pretty good. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just... I watched it and it was, like, entertaining. And I, I don't know. It just didn't blow me out of the water with any of the animation or anything like I was hoping it would. Um, yeah, the animation but... looks weird. It's not weird. It's just, like, I think it was just... Are you kidding? I, this I, dude I, has I, a tiny-ass head and huge I can... muscles. I can recognize this, like, you know, after watching so many animations and everything like that, it's just when there's not enough time and there's not enough money in the budget. You know what I mean? Like, when you skip certain frames and you move on and you got to get through all this stuff, like, they did a full, they did a full season. Um, so, it's just, and you got to, you also have to prioritize when and where you put, apply the actual budget and the, the effort and time of the animators, you know? Yeah. So, it's, um... I'll watch it. It'll blow me out of the water, but I was super hyped for the first one because, again, they made a really good trailer to sell the original, the first series on Netflix. But mm -hmm. after that, like, after everyone watched it, everyone was like, oh, man. Well, apparently there's a new trailer for uh, for season three, and it arrives on Netflix on August 18th. So, and, it is probably uh, The plot, Skeletor is causing trouble again as the heroes are forced to flee his ghost and undead snake men army. Damn. Uh, don't care about that. Uh, Wheel of Time has been renewed for a third season. Good for them. Uh, yep. Uh, oh, there's new Beavis and Butthead clips and stuff, which is cool because Beavis and Butthead is funny. Yep. Uh, he's uh, Mike Judge said uh, King of the Hill has a has a very good chance of coming back. Uh, I don't know about that. That seems like a cash grab, and that <laughs> makes me upset when they should let old let, let old fucking dogs out to lie in pasture, bro. You don't need to bring them back in just to beat them around for one season and then say, well, that was a bad idea, and tarnish the name of it forever. Yeah. Uh, DC seemingly has no plans to make more Snyderverse movies. Um, so this came out, Jim Lee said something about this. Um yeah, Jim Lee said there are no further plans to expand on that material. Um, not surprising. William Shatner goes off on Star Trek. Uh, he said Gene Roddenberry <laughs> would be turning in his grave uh, talking about uh, some of the new Star Trek stuff. Uh, he, did, he didn't stop there, though, also saying fuck Star Wars at his Comic-Con Shatner on Shatner panel. This shouldn't surprise anybody. Um, William Shatner is a well-known douche. 
Um, yeah, he's kind of a, you know, but he's not wrong with the new Star Trek, even if he's going about it in the wrong way, um, because the new Star Trek, like, it just follows such a serious fixed plot throughout the entirety of the film, like, throughout the entirety of the series. It's not like each episode is a little self-contained mini-story, like what they're doing, as I said before, on the Orville, which is, by the way, if you grew up watching, like me, Voyager, and, um, you know, Next Generation, and Deep Space Nine, like, just watch the Orville. It's fantastic. It, it reminds me so much of the old stuff, but it's also new in its own way. And maybe some of the episodes, like, you know, three episodes have the shared plot, so just one, and that's fine because they do it right. It's just nice to have. Yeah. I've also heard, so I haven't watched much of the Orville. I watched, like, a couple episodes of the first season. Um, mm. But I, I did read that um, when Fox was in control, uh, they wanted Seth MacFarlane to just make it really sitcom-y. Uh, and he mm. wanted to kind of get away from that and make it more like classic Star Trek. Um, yeah, and that's good for, you know, I'm really starting to respect Seth MacFarlane the more and more I like read about him. And I basically sometimes I'll tell Fox to go fuck itself. And, well, you know, and now that Disney owns, uh, you know, you know, Fox. So, yeah. so like they've allowed him more yeah. freedom, I think. Uh, in addition to that, from what I've read, like, they do do like the social commentary thing pretty well, but by not, mm. not by like, they don't tell people how to think, but they bring up important issues and let people make up their own minds. Uh, I, I remember one episode, they landed on a planet where it was, where the entire structure of governance governance was essentially structured around one social media feed. Um, and that's how their justice system worked. Yeah, and it was that. a, it was a, it was a very good episode that's like the and first it offered season. a lot of, yeah, it is, and that's how you know it's actually like a really if that's on the first yeah. season. I've read like that they makes... that like they've had episodes that like ta- tackle the Trump Trump um, issue. Yeah, they had um, they had one issue too about like clinging on to old like you know they uh, essentially about being uh, certain class uh, citizens were judged because they were born under the wrong what was essentially a zodiac sign, um, and you know they had a whole thing about that, and it was essentially about like you know. <laughs> Kind of like you know, yeah. anti-religious, but you I know, feel like this is like Seth MacFarlane's way of exploring more his like Black Mirror kind of things, uh, without being Black Mirror, you know. Yeah. So. And also, like he's made, it's it's still good. Feels like good old school Star Trek, and that's what he that's what I think that's what he said he what he was going for is because he watched the new Star Trek Star Trek Discovery, I think it was called. And I watched Star Trek Discovery, and it just wasn't very good, and it was so intense, and it was so dark, and it made you mm-hmm. feel like shit. Yeah, <laughs> and um, he's like, "Well, I want to make Star Trek." <laughs> That's what he did. Yep. Uh, so, uh, the the Rings of Power also got a new trailer, and it's much worse than the one we talked about. Um, it oh, made me uh, very concerned again. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, no. is a warrior, and Sauron looks like Slim Shady. I, I don't know what to think about this, but. Mm. We see a lot of Sauron, and no joke, he looks like old school Eminem. Yeah, no, I, I think I've seen some stills on the internet, and that's how you know people are talking about it. But maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Wait and see. Maybe they're trying to make Sauron like you know one of those pretty femboys that everybody just wants to like. Oh my god, I need to be around him. He's so cute. And we'll see how it works. Because the thing is, like, he was supposed to be kind of seductive, right? That was like his whole thing. Like he was very persuasive. He can convince people like that up is down and shit like that. Like you know, he tricked the elves into making these rings. And, yeah well um yeah i mean he tricks some elves let's be honest i mean like gilgalad wasn't having his shit okay but 
yeah, uh, Celebrimbor ended up making the rings for him, uh, but anticipated his deception, so uh, that's why he never got hold of the three elven rings. Um, but they were, you know, he taught he taught them how to do it. Like he taught them the the lore of of, of ring making, you know, obviously. And then yeah, eventually he uh, he gets captured by the Numenorians, and after, uh, over the course of like fifty years, he subtly works his way into becoming an advisor and corrupting them in some way you know convincing yep. them they need to go demand their uh their immortality from their gods yep <clears throat> um there is a first look at um i am Groot, which is like the you know short series mini episodes about Groot coming uh it's like kind of looks like it's for kids not gonna lie but yeah it's coming out august 10th um it, it kind of looks like to me like what they did with Baymax. Baymax, they made like a a series about Baymax, but it's like six episodes that are like ten minutes or less each. So, mm. uh, I thought it was pretty cute though the Baymax one. So good. Uh, we also have announcement for Mar- Marvel's What If season two uh, coming out early twenty twenty three, and they've also said they're already planning a season three. So. I guess cool. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Like you know, the the, the first the first what if was a mixed bag. There were some episodes that were really trash and not as fun, and then you know, as it got towards the ending, and they just started going fucking crazy. It got a lot. They got a lot more fun. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of season one. I mean, there were there were some episodes I liked, but yeah. I think it's just funny when Doctor Strange literally gave all his allies plot armor. <laughs> I mean, Thor kind of did the same thing in the new movie. <laughs> you're, not, you're, not, you're not wrong. So. Oh. Uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year uh, is the animated Spider-Man movie, or sorry, not movie, TV show that's coming to Disney Plus in 2024 and will also feature Charlie Cox's Daredevil because he's just showing mm. up in everything now. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so Marvel revealed during its animation panel at Comic-Con um, that the series is coming Disney twenty Disney Plus 2024. Also confirmed one crossover already as Charlie Cox's Daredevil, uh, who made his first Marvel cinematic appearance in No Way Home, is also set to feature. There's also rumors or discussion that Tom Holland will not be returning to voice Spider-Man. I, I don't know if that's a big deal or not. I mean, we saw, like, a bunch of... I don't know if we saw, all right, but I saw, like... At Comic-Con, they also released images of uh, Norman Osborn is going to be in it and different characters. And they're saying, well, you know, how could this be in the MCU if Norman's there? And they're saying it is in the MCU and blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Yeah, you know, when they got multiple realities literally on top of each other, they basically say this is in the MCU, but it takes place in a different reality, but it's still the MCU. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yep, uh, X Men '97 is set to premiere on Disney Plus in fall of 2023. Um, so uh, the series brings back Rogue, Beast, Wolverine, and others as it picks up right where X Men: The Animated Series left off. Jesus. So if you're interested in in that and didn't watch the original or whatever, you can watch it on Disney Plus. It's on there. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is. Uh, I think I don't. I think we mentioned this, uh, but maybe not. Uh, Marvel Zombies. Uh, is, yeah, yeah, you rated a rated an adult or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's set it. to uh, have the gore and splatter you want from a zombie show. 
Uh, it's promising a slightly more graphic approach than usual MCU entries, as it will include all the gore and splatter, blah, blah, blah. The update uh, was given during Marvel's animation panel at Comic-Con, where the company said it wanted to see what happened next following What Ifs episode what if episodes cliffhanger okay uh don't care about that uh marvel reveals real life infinity stones collection worth 25 million dollars like are they actually like super rare gems or something like that that'd be kind of cool but uh comprised of actual precious gems with a combined value of more than 25 million dollars uh, the stones come with their very own Infinity Gauntlet and have a combined 150 carats. That's, wow. Well, that's pretty cool. And yep, yeah, so I'm sure it's just some dumb, yeah. really artsy thing. You know, they do that on the occasion. Um, it'd be dope to have. <laughs> they got the money for that, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I don't have that money, but hey, the, the um, what is the thing? The Mega Millions drawing is tonight for like eight hundred and thirty million dollars. So, yeah, maybe if uh, maybe if we win that, and do you have a ticket? Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, same. Neither do I. Oh well. My wife, I think, is <laughs> gonna buy some though tonight. She's like yeah. obsessed with this stuff. Um, so Avatar uh, Studio. Lottery is always fun. Final ticket of hope. It's always nice. Yeah. Uh, Avatar Studios' first movie will focus on Aang, and this is this is the last Airbender Avatar, uh, not to confuse you with the Lego set. Um, what well, focus on Aang? That was what they did with the first book, two, three, five seasons of Avatar. Yeah, so uh, this was announced a while ago that like um, they're gonna they're, the original creators are gonna make more animated stuff because they left the Netflix live action project, so they're making yeah. some some movies, but like. Yeah, I believe one is going to focus on Aang and then another on, like, other characters. And, like, Korra is going to... I don't know. Who knows? Whatever. I, I like uh, The Last Airbender, so I'll watch those. But, uh, I mean, there's not much to say about them right now. Uh, what else? Batman and Spawn are crossing over again. This is going to take place in comic books, by the way, not in, uh, not in movies or anything. Um... Let's see. Nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about that. Uh, stuff about Andor because of costumes. Nobody cares about that. Yeah, Shazam trailer. Um, uh, some comic book news nobody cares about. Don't worry, I can read the audience. I know none of you guys care about comic books, okay? We care about comic books. Uh, we care about whatever we care about whatever we want because the only people watching are me. <laughs> Okay. So well, there you go. Any good more graphic, people any might good be listening, novels? though, you know. Yeah. Uh, any good graphic novels coming? The, you're like, cause I know, like that's like starting to become a really big thing that people really like. Even though I don't know what the difference between a graphic novel and a comic book is, but a uh, graphic novel is just like one collection, like one big story, and, and the comic book series is like individual issues come out, you know, over time. Yeah. So, like, I guess it's the difference between, like, a TV show and a movie. Um, Black Adam got a new trailer uh, that shows the Justice Society's Adam Smasher, Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and Hawkman. Um, Where it's going to fucking fall apart. Because, like, they're relying so much on the rock star power to, like, push the movie forward and, like, market it. I'm just worried it's going to be kind of shitty. Yeah, I mean... Even even so far to the point that like he showed up at Comic Con in full costume, 
and oh. and said everyone here i am going to give you a free imax ticket to black adam right. which is pretty I mean, cool that's, not, but... that's pretty cool yeah but didn't they boo him at something i thought he said something and then he said they were booing him i thought he said he got like punched superman or something like uh yeah I oh now i remember he said it depends on who's playing the the new yeah. justice league and then everybody started booing him yeah the, well like, he said he said um like pound for pound black adam and, and superman are pretty similar but it depends who's playing superman <laughs> um so yeah and P- dude I, I remember before comic-con just seeing twitter people like all over oh i can't wait for henry cavill to show up i can't wait for him to announce his return as superman and like you just didn't and like dc didn't really yeah. do shit dc just had black adam and shazam like that was their whole shit like yeah uh there's some house of the dragon stuff which is a game of thrones prequel um but nothing too interesting uh star trek picard season three teaser uh i haven't watched it <laughs> i heard it i heard Everyone's- it didn't live up to expectations yeah, I think it just—it really seems like a Patrick. I really like it's. It seems very much like a passion project for Sir Patrick Stewart, more than like an actual like homage to Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, right. a lot of people, a lot of people really haven't just they didn't like it. And yeah. I haven't watched it because you know I gotta either get Paramount Plus or gotta pay for it on um on Amazon. So I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, there's some news about, uh, Sandman. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. Um, but Sandman was a, was a graphic novel, uh, written by Neil Gaiman. Um, I don't, have you ever read Sandman? No. Oh, well, uh, everyone I know who's read it really likes it. Um, so I know they're all pretty pumped for this. I, I haven't read it either. I know Neil Gaiman. I've read a lot of his other works. I think he's fantastic. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, there's a there's a trailer. Um, it's gonna be on Netflix. What in like three weeks or something? Uh, what's the release date? Do they not say? I think it's like August tenth or seventeenth or something. Um, oh yeah, Neil Gaiman also did a. He worked on Marvel 1602, which was a comic book series, uh, kind of like event thing that, that happened with Marvel a while ago. He, he wrote that, uh, and he said he'd love to see that made into a movie or series. I doubt that will happen, to be honest. Mm. Uh, apparently there's a new interview with the vampire coming out. (laughs) Why? (laughs) What? Uh, AMC has officially released the first trailer for its upcoming interview with the vampire series. Just uh, hire write a new vampire movie to make a movie of that. It will release October second. Okay. Mm. Oh, here, yeah. Here's what you were talking about. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson sparked a little controversy at DC's Comic Con panel <laughs> when he hinted that Henry Cavill would not be reprising his role as Superman in the DCU, saying who would win in a fight between his character Black Adam and the DC icon. Johnson said it probably all depends on who is playing Superman and was met with booze from the crowd. Yeah. 
yep. See, I don't even think he know. I don't think he really knew what he was saying. When like, I think everyone kind of took that that him digging at Henry Cavill, but I don't really think he did. I don't think yeah. he thinks about that kind of shit at all. Like, I think he's just focused hundred percent on making his movie. Yeah, you know, I don't think he had like, any uh, idea what he was he, talking about. He was just saying, shit, yeah, you know, because like he like the thing I like I like The Rock, and I also like you know he seems very dense, but in a good way. I think it's probably the best way to put it. You know, um, he, he just likes getting really hyped up, and he's got a really powerful social media presence. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, he's an you know, entertainer, some, right? Like, yeah. Um. And he works really hard. That's another thing too. Like he's yeah. always do, he's always doing he's always doing something, and he fucking works out a shitload. And like you know, I see his Sunday meal, his Sunday cheat meal posts, and they're fucking awesome. He's making like banana ba- banana peanut butter pancakes and shit like yeah. that, and like going fucking crazy. And then for lunch, he has like turbo like burger or whatever. You know, yeah. I think he's a good guy. Um, and I think too that he just kind of turns a blind eye to probably the Hollywood bullshit drama that goes on all the time. I think he rarely spends any time in Hollywood. He's either on his ranch or he's only, he's only in Hollywood when he's recording. So that's another sign right there. Like Hollywood's really fucked up. <laughs> like the more you learn about it, the more you fucked up and realize how it is. And yeah. Yep. Sorry, rambling. <laughs> All good. Um yeah, so there's also a new Ant Man in the Wasp Quantum Mania poster, uh, which kinda has Kang on it and stuff, so and Cassie and whatever. Um you think Ant Man's gonna be like the instigator for the? Well, I guess he's kind of yep. instigator for. Yep. Well, that that movie, I think. So, <clears throat> I don't know if this is in here. I haven't read through it all to be honest. But uh, Kevin Feige did say like he doesn't trust anyone, or he wouldn't trust anyone more uh, to put the to put the red like the next the next saga of Marvel on the back of than Jonathan Majors as Kang. Mm-hmm. Pretty much like saying yeah he's he's our guy he's he you know we introduce him in in the next ant-man movie and he's gonna be your next huge villain and whatever and a lot of people took that like the wrong way and they're like oh that means dr doom won't be and this is disappointing and whatever but it's like people would need to realize like kang is crazy (laughs) like yeah kang is is no joke so uh yeah um, yeah, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited, and hopefully, after do you think after Kang that we'll finally get Galactus because we got the Fantastic Four set up and everything like that, and X Men and everything. You I, think that could be coming I think potentially? Some, I, I think by 2030 we'll see Galactus. I mean, that's oh man, that's a lot of time. I gotta stay alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Society can't clap so we can get more Marvel movies. Yep. There's there's also a lot of controversy around like. Uh, like people like visual effects artists have been coming out and saying like Marvel's deadlines are too crazy and like they're overworked. And like one of them said like, uh, like I, I don't want to, I don't want to be mean. Mm. I don't know. Like one of them said like they were like working like 50 hours a week or something. Yeah. Um, like, usually se- like seven, like in the video game industry, what crunch time is usually means that they're pulling between 70 and 80 a week. And I'm like, okay, that's way too fucking much. I mean, basically you have some people that they go to sleep at the office, they wake up, they get back to work. And that's not, that's not a healthy way to live life. Like you no, should be at least but both. Like that's, yeah, that's but how I, a lot you of people know, 50, work, you know? You know, 50 and you know, it, it's just. I don't think people couple... realize that like 40 hours a week is not like maximum. That should be like minimum for most people. Yeah. Yeah, forty hours. Well, it just depends on how hard you want to work, you know. And like yeah. we have the set, we have the set standard work day. 
Well, um, I mean, if you if you're like dedicated and 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 want to achieve things in life and work hard, like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna work well, more than forty hours a week. Yeah. Well, sometimes like, when I'm working as a, you know, when I finally get my license and working as real estate, some weeks I'll probably be working for like two weeks straight nonstop. It's just part right. of part of the part of the business, especially when you're an independent contractor. But when you're working underneath a corporation and they say they're going to follow the set standards, and then it depends. Like also, were they getting paid overtime or are they getting paid? Are they getting paid fixed salary? And said there's an expectation you're going to stay here until this is done. Um, right. And then, well, like you know, it's, and then the deadlines are getting set by people that just don't understand how VA, VFX works. That's another thing that really always pisses me off. Is when the, like the thing is like uh, I, I get it, but like like Marvel bears maybe some responsibility, but at the end of the day, they're they're hiring a company who then yeah. has employees, and the, if the company doesn't want to take on that job because of the stringent whatever, and they don't want to hire more people, and they run their their VFX company that way. Like that's not necessarily Marvel's fault, but at the same time, is like Marvel's a huge client, and are you really gonna just say no? I'm not gonna work on your movies, like when they're paying you a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Right. But like the VFX artists are saying, like, yeah, we're underpaid, we're overworked, we have crazy deadlines. Like, well, whose fault is that? Is that Marvel's fault or is that the company's fault? And like, is it because like? Marvel is and Disney are so big, like you can't really push back on them. Yeah. So. Or you know, or they get for the deadline. It's like, okay, fine, we're just gonna go do another VFX studio. Fine, you just you'll be always remembered as a studio that let Marvel go because you didn't want to work hard enough. You know. Apparently, and like, that's that's what they do. Apparently, like if you say no or like push back, like Marvel just says we'll never work with you again. Yeah, that's kind of a fucked up way of doing things. If you have a studio where you're genuinely cared by your artist and. Someone wants to come in and basically abuse them and then and then leave. Even if you pay them a shitload of money, like you know, there's this thing called morals and ethics. Some people right. need to have them, you know. And and again, like yeah. I don't know the truth of all this, right? Like I, I'm, I, this is why usually I don't like talking about rumors and stuff. But yeah. well, uh, crunch time is well known in the video game industry, and it wouldn't surprise. And VF, VFX work is basically just designing video game sets. Yeah, like really super highly detailed video game assets. Well, and crunch, um, crunch time is like that, like at a lot of jobs, I mean, when your fiscal year is ending in, in any company or, you know, the state or whatever, like you're doing crazy auditing, crazy, like tax shit. Like you're like, like I know someone who does disbursements for the state and like once a year for like a month, like no joke for like a month straight, he's working like every day, like 12 to 15 hours. Yeah. Just like, you know, but the rest of the year is pretty chill, you know, watch Netflix and what I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Kevin Feige also revealed that she Hulk and black Panther will conclude phase four of the MCU, uh, and revealed all of phase five, which we talked about in depth already. If you're interested in that, you can check out our last podcast. Um, yeah. Uh, daredevil born again was also announced. Uh, it's going to be, like this is confirmed now. I'm pretty sure I've read it like multiple, multiple times. An 18 episode series. Uh, wow. Charlie Cox is coming back. Vincent D'Onofrio is coming back. Uh, and they're gonna be in Daredevil: Born Again, spring 2024. 18 episodes. And I hope they don't. But if they continue their one week at a time thing, that means we'll have a new episode of Daredevil every week for four and a half months. So it used to be, man, you just got to get back into the swing of things, right? You got to turn into a kid again, getting ready to go in front of the TV Saturday night. 
or even better on Saturday morning and watch a new episode of Shaolin Showdown. Cause you watch I love Shaolin Showdown. I asked you my wife about the... that the other day. She didn't have any idea what I was talking about. What the fuck? You just asked that because you're so... What the hell are you... What? <laughs> You go like, hey, you're, you're just, you know, no, no, no. We we were talking. I think we were we were talking about um like morning cartoons oh, and stuff, and like yeah. which ones we watched. And I brought up Shaolin Showdown, and she was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, yeah, good old the good. Those are the good old days, man. I mean, we used to have Pokemon and new episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. gotta get back. To, gotta get back to that. I wonder if like because of how long Daredevil is, like they'll do some like mid season thing or like tie ins with movies that are happening at the time. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, the Daredevil episode will come out on, like, the Wednesday, right? And then, like, the next, like, day or, like, Thursday or Friday is, like, the premiere of the next movie and shit. Like, who knows? And then it affects, like, the outcome. And then, like, in the next Daredevil episode, oh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, Blade Maharshala Ali's MCU version gets a release date uh, November 3rd of next year. Um, She-Hulk trailer new, pretty good. Uh, we see uh Daredevil show up at the end, uh, in his turn classic. In, he's turning, he's turning into Wong, bro. He's becoming Wong. Oh yeah, well Wong is also in the series. Yeah, dude, they're uniting as like the bridges that'll bridge all the MCU together. Yeah. Uh, we see Abomination, we see Wong, and we see Charlie Cox's Daredevil show up at the end in his classic yellow and red uh costume. When I say classic, I mean his original comic book costume uh, that nobody actually liked. But uh, I don't know. It looks pretty good. Um, Secret Invasion is coming to Disney Plus next spring. That was talked about. Uh, Thunderbolts will conclude Phase 5 in summer 2024. Uh, Yep, nothing else on that. Captain America's New World Order coming also in 2024. Anthony Mackie will helm in his first feature film that follows the events of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Baron uh, Zemo making his own little squad of gangbangers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think Baron Zemo will show up uh, in Thunderbolts. He'll be he'll be uh, one of the Thunderbolts, maybe the leader of the cool. Thunderbolts. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania gets a first real look with Kang, the Conqueror, and Modok. Uh, so there was footage revealed, but um, only to those who were there. It hasn't been released, uh, but. Modoc is also confirmed to be in it, and Bill Murray is playing somebody we don't know who yet. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three also got a trailer that was shown exclusively at Comic Con. Um, the trailer shows Gamora running part of the Ravagers, and Peter Quill finally getting to confront her again, and also apparently Baby Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel's Echo, Loki Season Two, Ironheart, and Agatha series will get narrowed release windows. Uh, sorry, they all got narrowed release windows. Um, winter, summer, spring, whatever. You can find the slate if you're interested. Or you can listen to our last podcast where we talked about every date. So, uh, yep. MCU Phase 6 will begin with Fantastic Four and end with Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars. Uh, so two two Avengers movie in one year is pretty crazy. We talked about this pretty, pretty in depth as well. Again, you can check out our last podcast for that. And again, props to you for basically guess putting it all together in your brain. <laughs> That's what you did. You like, right. all right, they're gonna do Secret Wars. You called it. You literally called it like two or three years ago, and here we are. Yeah. And then you got Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, and they confirmed everything you were questioning. 
You're like, oh, look, there's Convergence. Bam, yeah. sign, seal, and fucking deliver, baby. Yeah. Wrap them and tap them. Just kidding. I don't know. Exactly. Um, <sighs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever gets a first trailer and plot details. I watched the trailer. It looks very good. Yeah, yeah, it looks really good. So I, what I can't tell is, so we do see part of the Black Panther from the back with some gold on the suit. I can't tell mm-hmm. if it's a male or a female. If it's a male, I'm guessing it's Killmonger. If it's a female, it's either Shuri or uh, Nakia. And mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. I mean, that's that's to be seen. Um, but yeah, uh, Namor is in it, the Submariner. They're changing the name of where he's from. Uh, in comics, it's Atlantis, uh, and maybe because of Aquaman, they don't want it to get confused, so they're changing the name. Um, yeah, I was about to say, like, when I was watching the show, I was like, are these guys going to Atlantis? Is that something they can say in a major superhero movie? Yeah. Um, do, 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 they, they don't even say it in this thing, but I know they did change it. Uh, but yeah, Tenok Huerta is confirmed to play Namor. Um uh, revealed during his comic compound, Namor is the son of an Atlantean princess and he, a human, while Huerta ha- has appeared in Spectre, The Forever, Purge, and Narcos. Didn't watch any of those. Um, Avengers Endgame directors Joe and Anthony Russo are not directing Kang Dynasty or Secret Wars. Um, they did They did say they would love to direct Secret Wars. Um, and that's all the announcements. But news today... Uh, is that um, what's his face? The guy who directed Shang Chi apparently is directing the Kang Dynasty. No, that's that's good. You know, Shang Chi had a lot of good scenes. Um, like when they were fighting on the building on the side of the building with the scaffolding yeah, the and scaffolding. everything like that. There was a lot of crazy shit. Um, the forest I thought was an awesome looking thing. You no, know, it was constantly shifting with the paths. That's some really inspired work. Uh, work. So good, you know. It's so so far so good. You know, we're gonna see this Shang Chi sequel, and that eventually we're gonna watch all this in theaters. Hopefully, you and I will be seeing it together. Stupid yeah. shit won't happen. Um, which is good. I'm glad. You know. Yeah. Um. I do need a good going soon, though. You need you need some food. I gotta oh, feed these yeah. pets. Oh, my good. cat's mauling my leg. I'm <laughs> putting food in her bowl. Your cat is mauling your leg. Yeah, dude. You can hear if she didn't listen. Poor leg. Mean cat. I'm just kidding. Um, Knights of the Old Republic remake has been delayed indefinitely. Wow. Cool. <laughs> wow. What did that take? Like, fuck. <laughs> so, like, what was that? Like, three months? Yeah. yeah. It's because nobody fucking needs a remake of the Nice Girl Republic. That's why. Probably wouldn't. A few hardcore fans probably would have bought it, but most, if it was just the same combat system as what it was before, which is basically just a dice roll, dice roll swing system, it's not really that engaging. Like I played it because I really enjoyed the story and playing Dark Revan, like you know the reveal and all that kind of stuff was really badass. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me in the lightest, but it's still funny that they would. It's just. Dude, the gaming community, like, the industry is in shambles right now. And I gotta be honest, it's because of gamers and it's because of the industry. Like, gamers ask way too much of their video games. Like, if it's not in super high graphic fidelity with super realistic physics and all this other cool shit with amazing music and amazing story and amazing this and amazing that, then it's a shit game. Um, you know, and that's why I like indie games more than I like regular games where they, like, you know, they, the main thing they always sacrifice is graphical fidelity or they just get their own unique kind of graphic style, which is important. Um, yeah did you play stray at all no 
everyone's been talking about it though it's like where you're a cat right yeah i, I heard it's pretty good i heard it's, it's like it's only about four or five hours of actual game time for... i actually got no man's sky because it was on sale they just did a big update I that with, game like, is terrible you know they changed they well you know they, they fixed it over like three or four years but it's just really grindy and you know i, mean, I actually like grindy games like i like generating resources and they have a lot of industry options where you can like automate and scan did planets you, to find reasons go did, ahead did you play lost ark uh no mm. I, I know like so you you like because you said you like grindy games you like like uh like mmos and stuff right yeah okay like uh yeah okay i got you except, I for, got the, you. except for the over public but normally yeah. i'm just playing final fantasy 14 these days um that's really about it when it comes to mmos and stuff yeah <laughs> Uh, so uh, this is this is what it was. Uh, Namor will be the ruler of Talokan instead of Atlantis. Talokan. Yep. All right. Not this to be confused Atlanta. with Comic Con. Atlantis spelled backwards. Yeah. It's not, but yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I I mean I know there was other news, but mostly insignificant. Uh, I don't remember the the guy's name. It's like Daniel Cretan or something. Uh, oh, oh, he's right here. De, uh, de, de, uh, Destin, Destin. Uh, what's his name? God damn it! Avengers: The Kang Dynasty to be directed by Shang Chi filmmaker Destin Daniel Cretan. There you go. Hopefully, it doesn't suck and it's all really good, and we get as as excited and. Wonderfilled as we were when we saw Infinity Wars, and then we when we saw Endgame. Yeah, because those are both those are both really good cultural events. So, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's everything, guys. Um, we're gonna go. Chair needs to eat. I need to eat. I guess I don't know. I mean, I had a protein shake, so I don't know if I need to eat. But, um, yeah. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you follow if you uh, enjoyed. Uh, subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to the audio version. Leave a rating review. All that good stuff. Much love. Good.